And we are back. Welcome back to another episode of the Depressed Cincinnati Sports Fan Podcast. This is your instant reaction podcast from the Cincinnati Bengals-Pittsburgh Steelers game as the Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Bengals 16-10 on its gloomy, rainy, cloudy, overcast, depressing Sunday afternoon here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I am Jesse and... Yeah, it's not a good day to be a Bengals fan, and I think you guys already know, without Joe Burrow, the Bengals obviously won a disadvantage, but I thought they had a chance to win this game, and honestly, this game kind of played out where I was thinking that it was going to be a low-scoring game, but I didn't expect the Steelers to dominate the way they did when it comes to the stats, and... Jake Browning was, he was okay. He played like a backup quarterback, meaning he made some good throws. Then he made some throws where I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And that's just the life of being a 27-year-old backup quarterback. No disrespect to him at all. But he only threw one pick, and that was a costly interception. But he could have had probably four interceptions in this game. But what else do you expect from a backup quarterback playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers? A really good defense. But I just think the Bengals coaching staff, and it starts with head coach Zach Taylor. He failed Jake Browning in this game. Zach Taylor is absolutely the worst play caller ever. And I've always talked about on this podcast how he should just give up his play calling. Like, quit being so selfish. He is definitely holding back the Bengals' offense. And I did, not, I did not expect this Bengals team to score 25 points in this game. And also, it was raining outside in Cincinnati. So, I didn't expect a lot of points. But they still have talent on this roster and on offense. I expected them to, like, you know, move the football and stuff. But... Some of the play calling, and before we hear from Zach Taylor, let's go through the team stats of this game because this is the part that really, really got me. Overall, the Steelers had 22 first downs. The Bengals only had 10. The Steelers ran a total of 68 plays. The Bengals only had 41. Total yards. On the podcast that I did previewing this game, the Steelers in every single game this year have been outgained by their opponent. This is the first time all season that 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 they have outgained an opponent. The Steelers had 421 total yards of offense. It's the first time in 59 games the Steelers crossed the 400 total yards of offense in a football game. Go figure it happens against the Bengals, right? And on that podcast on Friday, I just had a feeling with them firing their offensive coordinator in Matt Canada, I just had a feeling the Steelers' offense was going to play good in this game today just because the Bengals' defense has not been good at all this year. They haven't. But 421 yards of offense given up to this Steelers team is just ridiculous. It really is. 268 passing yards for the Steelers, 197 for the Bengals, 
153 on the ground for Pittsburgh. And this right here is making me mad right now. The Bengals had 25 rushing yards on 11 attempts. Joe Mixon only had eight carries. Eight carries. Eight. And you know what, guys? It doesn't surprise me because that's who Zach Taylor is. I, I, I don't understand. You have your backup quarterback. You're playing against the Steelers. Coming into this game, their run defense wasn't the best. And also, it was raining. You would think that you're going to rely on the running game. In this type of game, you're playing against your rival. These type of games is where you have to establish the run, and they didn't do that at all. I, I, It really blew my mind. I was like, it was predictable, but it's like, you got to help out your backup quarterback. I mean, Jake Browning threw the ball 26 times. No, and Joe Mixon only had eight carries? Like, what are we doing? Oh, unbelievable. Wow. The Steelers were one for four in the red zone. They could have won by more. And both teams had five penalties. The Bengals were one for two in the red zone. They made that count, but that was pretty much it. And then I thought the difference, I thought going into this game that turnovers were going to be a big factor in this game. And with the Bengals having the ball to begin the second half, up 7-3 to and driving the football. It looked like the Bengals were going to score at least a field goal or get a touchdown. If you get a touchdown to begin the second half, you go up 14-3. And that's going to put so much pressure on that Steelers offense. And on third down and eight, Jake Browning staring down Jamar Chase. And then the defender from the Steelers read that easily. I could have read that. Any of you guys that listen to podcasts could have read that and picked it off. And that was pretty much the turning point of the game. And then the Steelers went down the field and scored a touchdown to make it 10-7. And that was pretty much it. After that, the Bengals' offense in the second half didn't really threat until later in the game when... Joe Mixon get a big 39-catch-and-run reception. It's like, oh, we finally used Mixon on a run screen. Wow. Run screen pass late in the game. We waited that long. And then they kicked the field goal. They got the onside kick. And they didn't get the onside kick. They attempted an onside kick. And obviously, they didn't get it. And then the Steelers kneeled ball to win the game. (sighs) Zach Taylor, man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Third and eight with your backup quarterback. Yes, it's a passing down, but you don't want to risk it there. Just run the ball, and then you just bring out McPherson to kick the field goal to make it 10-3. And Jake Browning, he was okay, but there was times where he was staring down at his receivers and the Steelers, man, they could have had easily four interceptions in this game. Easily. Oh, my goodness. Final stats. Kenneth Pickett played his best game of the season. 24 for 33 for 278. 
No touchdowns, no picks, but he was really good. Najee Harris, Najee Harris, 15 carries, 99 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Warren, 13 carries, 49 yards. Pat Fryermuth, the Steelers' tight end. Steelers pretty much had a game plan all day today, was get the ball to Fryermuth. And he had nine catches for 120 on 11 targets. George Pickens had three catches for 58 yards. Deontay Johnson had four catches for 50 yards. 58 yards for Pickens, sorry. And then Jake Browning was 19 for 26 for 227 passing yards, a touchdown, a pick. He was sacked four times, but I counted three sacks by him is where he just held on to the ball for for like a quick second. It's like, dude, get rid of the ball. Don't try to be a magician. It's okay to throw the ball, boy. You're back up going back. And then you already know about Mixon. Eight carries, 16 yards. Good Lord. Browning had nine. I'm sorry. Browning had three carries for nine yards. Jamar Chase was incredible because he had two tip passes that the Steelers had and it landed in his hands. Great concentration by the great Jamar Chase. He's incredible. He had four catches, 81 yards. Only six targets. Not enough. Joe Mixon, that big play he had. Two catches for 44 yards. And that was pretty much it for the Bengals receivers. Tyler Boyd had three catches, 23 yards. Tanner Hudson had four catches, 18 yards. (sighs) My goodness, my goodness. And then the Bengals defense, they were okay. But no, they weren't good in this game. They really weren't. The Steelers had 16 points, but don't let that 16 points fool you. You allow 421 total yards to that offense. Unbelievable. But I should not be shocked at all. Trey Henderson had a sack. I thought DJ Turner had a really good game, prevented two touchdowns. I thought Miles Murphy had a good game. He had a sack. And then Jordan Battle had another solid game. Other than that, that was pretty much it for the Bengals' defense. Chase Brown was active. And did not see the field at all. We have no idea why. But yeah. Such a bad loss. But it is what it is. It really is. The Bengals are now 5-6. and six, And on a three-game losing streak. And their next game is on Monday Night Football on December 4th. Next Monday night against... The Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Right now, the Jaguars are leading their game against the Houston Texans late in the fourth quarter, 24-21. And they're probably going to end up winning that game unless C.J. Stroud does another miracle comeback. All right, let's see what Mr. Zach Taylor has to say as he's probably already in the podium talking, giving each other mean giving more excuses there as there is here we go yeah we know joe burrow is gonna have surgery on his wrist on monday the fuck zach taylor says eight carries 25 yards is not about joe mixon okay then it's probably on your hmm your offensive line coach 
and Frank Pollock. No disrespect, but the dude ain't it. That's all I got to say. If you can't have a good offensive line coach that can't, they cannot even just not have a good run game blocking scheme or anything. It's like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? <sighs> My gosh. I don't know. Frank Pollitt needs to go. His run scheme's not good at all. It really isn't. And then, obviously, the, the play calling is just atrocious, obviously. Zach told the team, Monday Night Football is perfect opportunity to change the narrative of what has happened the last couple of weeks. Yeah, to get your asses kicked on national TV. Whatever, Zach. <laughs> this guy needs to stop calling plays. Seriously. My goodness. <sighs> Back to what Zach Taylor said about Joe Mixon getting eight carries, and it has nothing to do with Joe. He said, don't make this about one person. He says he's run hard and given what they have asked for this season. Really? It is about you, Zach. I already talked about Frank Tolley, but it is you, Zach. Eight carries? Eight. Like, bro's making so many excuses. I've been hearing this ever since he's been the Bengals head coach since 2019. Like, what are we talking about? Zach said, there were situations we could have handled better. (laughs) Really? I'm doing my best not to blow up right now. Points out offense, defense, and special teams, individual moments that turn the game. Maybe score, Zach. Let me score some touchdowns. What are you talking about? The Steelers were on the field for like ever in this game. The time of possession was won by them by over 17 minutes. Like, oh my goodness. You allowed TJ Watt to just go up free and sack your backup quarterback like that? The fuck? Try not to cuss on this podcast, but it's just frustrating, man. Even if Joe Burrow did not get hurt, man, this Bengals team weren't going to win the Super Bowl this year. They don't they don't got a good defense this year for some reason. And the play calling on offense is just terrible. It really is. For how loaded this team is, comes down to coaching. Obviously, the players need to execute, but coaching, man. <sighs> Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a long, long next six games for sure. It really is. It's going to be a long offseason as well. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I, are they going to get rid of some people? Specifically coaching? Like Frank Pollock? Is Zach Taylor going to give up play calling? No, he, he'll, he'll never do that. His pride will be shut down if he, if he did that. Yeah, obviously, the, some of the blame should go on Brian Callahan as well. <sighs> Unbelievable. It really is. Uh, okay, guys. That's pretty much it. 
as always, there will be a recap podcast on this game this week. Tommy was at the game today, unfortunately. Feel bad for the dog. It's his birthday today, so wish him a happy birthday. But he'll be back. We'll recap this game, and we'll try to stay optimistic for this remaining six games of the season. We'll try. We'll still be on this podcast, but <laughs> it's just not good right now. Don't get me wrong. We're not in the 90s or the 2000s, okay? Let's get that clear. I really did make that clear on the last podcast, but it just stinks right now with everything that were against us to start the year and now with the injuries starting to pile up and Joe not being there. It's, yeah, it's just not the Bengals year. It's just not. That's just football. So this podcast will continue to roll on and... Yeah, that's pretty much all I got, guys. I love you guys. Appreciate you guys listening to this podcast as always. And just be on the lookout for the recap podcast this week. I'm out. Peace.